Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Say hello! 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 Ooh, he said hello. He did it. What does that mean, though? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we will see. Ah, <laughs> uh, a little bit of evil to start the episode. <laughs> anyway, they will be reprising their roles as Tommy Hawkins, our gunslinger rogue, Sophia Landrin, our fighter cleric, and Rogar McLeod, our paladin sorcerer. And hey guys, this is episode 90. Ooh. Wow. Wow. That's yeah, a lot wow. of episodes. I mean, <laughs> a lot seriously, <laughs> that is a lot of episodes. If, if, you, if, you, if you've made it all the way through to this point now, we salute you as listeners. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. Are you with us on episode 90? Let us know. Have <laughs> you binged the whole lot in one go? If so, quarantine's <laughs> treating you really badly. <laughs> <laughs> Surely we should have all been dead by now. I mean, yeah. Genuinely surprised that our, our characters we started this with are still alive. Well, there's always tonight. <laughs> Every day is a new day to die. But uh, yeah, we're what? We're 10 episodes away from episode 100, which is quite a milestone for a podcast, especially a D&D podcast where we're not just like rattling off quick 10 minute episodes or something. We are, yeah. we are smashing out like big old sessions sometimes. Mm. I'm going to work out the average length of one of our pods. About an hour and a half, isn't it? Average, I think, roughly. Exactly. Probably is, yeah. Be around there. Yeah, wow. That'd be yeah. my guess, anyway. I mean, our shortest episode wouldn't be less than an hour. No. I think our shortest episode is just under an hour. I think it's like 50-something minutes. I think it was one of those ones where we didn't really have time to record, so we just did something quick. Yeah. Mm. But like most of them are at least an hour and a half. Some of them are, you know, yeah, three hours. Way longer! <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are a bit long, guys. <laughs> All that quality entertainment brought right to your earpieces. For free. <laughs> Don't you just For love free. us? But, you know, if you wanted to, like, drop us a <laughs> couple of quid here and there, we do have a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> not that we're uh, in the market for plugging these things or anything. No, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not shilling at all, but it just, just so happens, you know, as a little segue. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we're, we are on the countdown to episode 100, and I have not told you guys what's involved in that yet, and I'm not going to reveal anything on this episode. But uh, things are in motion. Things are going to happen. It's going to be uh, fun for one of us. Uh, it normally <laughs> is fun for one of us. Yeah. <laughs> That's my aim every episode. At least one person here had fun. It's normally just you, dude. I don't understand. No, it's, it's normally Bunkle, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, every, everything's like... coming up Bunkle. Every time. <laughs> so it turns, turns like out, everything's you know... coming up Rogar. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out, you know, a little lesson from this podcast, it's, it does rather seem to be good to be bad. So, Well, I think Arc 1 was taken by Team Evil, at least in some ways, but Arc 2 is all to play for. Mm. Yeah, but you've written it, you dickhead. Yeah, and I've written <laughs> just as many opportunities for you people to be good, just good-natured citizens of the world, and you spurn them at every opportunity. So, reap what you sow. Hey, yeah. I've, I don't think... I'm not evil. 
<laughs> you did that one good thing one time. Hey, I, sa I saved that woman from a burning building. What more do you want? That was the one good thing I was referring to, yes. Hey, <laughs> something. <laughs> True, it's still the most noble act of any character on this show, so... Saved a bunch of people from the city as well. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy's doing some good stuff recently. You know, <laughs> come, come a long way from just um, murdering people in a tavern because he was told to. <laughs> gain, gain, gain the sort of uh, respect of a gang leader. Yeah. Yeah. Long way. Long and winding there. road. There's only one true hero here. Yes. And it's not definitely you. not you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it clearly is, but there we go. I think you may be the only person who believes that. Even Solara, who's actually the DM, said not to trust you, so. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, our most likable character left. Bet <laughs> <laughs> <That> she did. <laughs> Just couldn't put up with the lot of you. <laughs> I don't blame her. No. Well, I guess I should recap what happened last episode. Yeah, I suppose. The uh, group of heroes that you are took on Team Tank and were victorious. Eventually. Well <laughs> you, you sound surprised. <laughs> I mean, how many times did we kill that that troll? Oh, three, I don't know, like, yeah, three times, I think. <laughs> in, 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 in fairness, as characters, we'd never come across a troll before, so we didn't know that fire was what we needed to do to kill it. Mm. So, you know, we 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 deliberately didn't metagame that bit. Yeah, that's what I always yeah, appreciate. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, you were uh, got jumped in the forest by a troll and two ettins, which was a bit of a curious combination. And you eventually fought them off after killing the troll multiple times and sneaking in a, a nice little critical hit on Rogar. <laughs> Still love yeah. that. That's perfect. <laughs> That's when the dice want you to tell a story. It comes back from the dead to nearly rip Rogar's throat out. I love it. <laughs> uh, Sophia took some heavy damage, but otherwise you guys came through it okay. You're all reasonably healthy. Most of your abilities still, uh, still held on to. That's uh, a positive combat for the heroes, I think. Doing okay, doing okay. Probably mm. want too many more of those in a day, but you know. Hmm. But uh, after that, you guys actually decided to split up. Rogar wanted to investigate where the troll and the Ettins had come from, and Tommy and Sophia and Arvor, tagging along as it usually is, decided to head towards the town to see what was going on there. And yeah, this is where we're going to pick up after that divergence. So. Tommy and Sophia went into Bloodhome, which was the town they found, and it seemed to be in the middle of some sort of festival, the uh, Feast of Martyrs, and everyone was in a nice jolly mood and was willing to, you know, let you partake in their feast and their games and have a good old time. Some of their residents looked a little bit sick, and apparently the mayor's not feeling too well, but otherwise, they seemed like nice people. Apart from the old woman that hissed at Tommy because he growled at her. What a bitch. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like old people, man. Okay, boomer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, speaking of old people, we ended that little section with um, you guys being introduced to uh, Father Eli as he stood and addressed the, uh, the townsfolk to let them know that the feast was beginning. Their little festival is kicking off. And one thing totally forgotten until I listened back to it, uh, you summoned an axe beak. So there's just a weird ostrich thing with an axe for a face. 
stood behind Sophia in all these scenes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just mentally, digitally alter that it back in again. Yeah. To all those scenes. You know. All the townsfolk are giving you the strangest look. <laughs> what's wrong with that speech? Yeah, what's wrong with a pet? It's not that what's wrong with it. It's just why is it walking around their town? <laughs> it's okay, Ted. Mm-hmm. You probably should have like tied it up somewhere, you know, like people do with horses. Hey, 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 you wouldn't tie up one of your animals. What, you mean Humphrey? Yeah, Humphrey or or um, Dwayne. Well, Dwayne's a bat, he flies, I don't really have to tie him up, do I? Yeah, but you wouldn't tie him up, tie him up would you? So he didn't fly away? I fed him to a snake. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Just, just a reminder, axe beaks are large creatures so this thing is legitimately like nine feet tall oh i didn't know that <laughs> it's fucking huge you're walking around with an ostrich behind you <laughs> you're just chilling he's not hurting anyone no he's not but that's why you're getting funny looks <laughs> is that why he, he thought he knew us you know you look familiar is it because we have an axe speak with us <laughs> serious 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 and genuine question can i ride it um Yes, I think so. Why am I not riding it? Because it's not yours, dude. It's not going to bite me, is it? You don't want to ride it. I could ride it. You, you could tell it to let me ride it. No. Why? Because I don't want to. <laughs> That's mean. Sharing <laughs> on this podcast whatsoever. Do you know, do you know what? Do you know what? I'm, I'm going to remember that next time you're nearly dying. <laughs> no, I don't let you ride my axe beak. Yeah. That is going to be Tommy's think... last memory of you as he was about <laughs> to aim his gun towards the person killing you and didn't pull the trigger. Yeah. I often a tiger. Yeah. And I want to ride that too. Very much of an intro to a Dio song. In any case, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's an interesting point to note. A lot of the town, well, some of the townsfolk you spoke to seemed to think they knew you, but couldn't quite place you. It was a bit strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we ended with Father Eli introducing the festival. At the same time, Rogar finally, after traveling quite a way on the back of Humphrey, his weird camel, found where the Knolls had made camp previously, and seemingly where the troll and Ettins had come from. They were all making up one big camp at one point. Perhaps the trolls and Etten fell behind. Maybe they overslept. Maybe the dolls just thought they'd catch up later. You don't know. But you saw the source and you got a little vision from some uh, leftover dwarf remains of this uh, repeated figure of a large, uh, somewhat intimidating knoll killing people. And that's where we kind of left Rogar. You were going back on your camel and uh, planning to go back to the town, I believe. Yes, yeah, making ma- making as decent time as I can. So, um, first things first, Rogar, I guess both you and Humphrey do me a perception check. Oh, perception. Is it sight, smell, hearing? Be hearing, actually. And uh, camels have a minus one to perception, so enjoy that. Yes, they do. Uh, and I rolled a, an eight. Oh, so. wow. Uh, and Humphrey there, roll a free. Hey. So, so we hear nothing. Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, you Banjo by any chance? No, 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 no. Yeah, blame it on that. 
Sarugar, a few things happen at once as these things manage to sneak up on you, and they're too close for you to take more of a reaction. All of a sudden, you hear the uh, soft pounding of feet on the undergrowth of the woods, and you look around you and you see two large, very large dire wolves heading towards you and Humphrey. Shit. And at that same time, something else is going to happen. I need to roll something. So you know it's good. 17 against Humphrey. Oh, that's going to hit him, yeah. Yeah, it is. And in fact, is that 16 damage? That is 16 total damage. Say goodbye to my camel. Oh, shit. Bye, Humphrey. We hardly knew ye. So, Rogar, as you notice the wolves approaching, you hear a sound that is so familiar to you. It's almost like the crack of thunder, and you hear a thud and a small explosion, and you look around wondering if you've been hit, and you see a massive wound on the side of Humphrey, like a, like a small crater on the side of his body, as he collapses underneath you and you drop to the floor. That sound, to pretty much anyone else in this world, would be entirely unrecognizable. Hey, that's my thing. But you recognize the sound of a rifle. Oh, shit. And that's where we're going to leave Rogar for now. Okay. So he's a little bit delayed. Other people aren't allowed guns. <laughs> <laughs> How does he know Valmin? Who the yeah. fuck are you? <laughs> I would, I would, I would, I would Rogar like it if everyone just suddenly had swords that could talk to them in a creepy voice. <laughs> <laughs> Who says they don't? Oh, well, true, true. <laughs> I guess I don't have mine yet, though. Uh, well, one day. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's Rogar for now. Oh dear. Bye, Rogar. I'll be fine. This is another tick for don't split the party again, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. It's another tick for Rogar's real deals. Alright, <laughs> 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 oh. yes, back back to us then. Back to Bloodholm. Mm. So, the uh, three of you plus Axebeak are in <laughs> the, uh, the main tent where food is now being uh, kind of brought out to everyone. So um, there's a big cauldron where people are getting like fed some sort of stew, but they're also bringing out like large... You just variety of animals. Some of them are quite large, like uh, rabbits. Some of it's uh, large pigs. Like they've put on a pretty good feast for a, for a sort of uh, country town, and they're just lavishing all of this on all of the tables. Father Eli doesn't really say too much more. He kind of looks over the crowd, and he doesn't want to take up too much time before the kicking off the celebration. So he just kind of turns to them all and goes. Thank you for joining us, everyone, and please do dig in. Enjoy the festivities. I will address you all later in our solemn prayer. Now, enjoy yourselves. And he kind of waves everyone on to start eating. Now, what do you guys do? You see, there are a few things going on. So as you look around the room, yes, everyone sat down and eating. I mean, there's space to join those people if you want to you know, eat and chat with them. There are also a few different things being set up around the room. You notice on one side, people are setting up like a uh, circular table with uh, two stools on either side, and they're kind of getting ready for something. And then on the other side of the tent, there is a 
a long table being set up with uh, a bunch of mugs put down. Father Eli is also staying there as well. So, so it's I'm, up I'm to gonna, you guys what you want to do. I'll probably, probably sort of um, lean into Sophia and say, so do you think we should go and talk to the big man then? Uh, yeah. Well, does it look like they're um, serving drinks over there? Would it be nice to get him one and try and butter him up? Uh, yeah, you can do. Yeah, why not? Um, Are they drinks uh, available? Uh, are you going over to the long table where they're putting out drinks? Yeah. Um, as you approach and kind of, I assume you just grab someone and ask, they kind of turn to you and go, oh, well, all these drinks are for the drinking contest. Um, are you entering? Uh, uh, wasn't planning on it. Um, uh, you just, um, well, can we, can we put our names down like, you know, non-committal because we, we, we might be back and I wouldn't mind a crack. Uh, well, we'll be kicking off soon and it's a uh, 10 gold entry per person. Um, we're expecting to have quite a few people though, so the pot should be pretty good for the winner. Uh, look, I might, I might knit back because, uh, sounds like, yeah, I, I might want to get on on that. Um, but look, uh, we need to go speak to, um, Father Eli, so, uh, yeah, just, oh, fuck it, it's only 10 gold. Uh, stick my name down. Ah, oh, perfect, and she kind of nods at you. Thank you, and she takes the gold off you, and, uh, you just give her your name, and she kind of makes a mental note of it, and... Let you guys on your way. Well, I mean, I should. Do you be able think to... that's wise, Tommy? Considering we've got a, a we're in a weird of... place. It's a bunch of fucking country eggs. I can drink them all down under the table, easy. Mm, I just don't want to be like you staggering towards a horse or whatever. Well, look, I mean, it's, it's ten gold. I'm going to drink more than that in beer by quite a long way. Sounds like a good deal to me. Plus, I might win some gold. If I don't win any gold, still have quite a lot to drink, so I'm quite happy. And look, if it's if it's that bad, I'm sure we'll be fine. We've got our four of us. Got your bloody get great bird. We fine. Uh, actually, there's a point. Did she say it was alcohol? You assume uh, it's alcohol. It looks. They look like they're setting out like uh, um, pints of mead. Okay. Well, I'm just thinking everything's poisoned now. <laughs> yeah. Some kind of like, is it Jonestown or something? <laughs> Everyone's just going to take a drink and die. Yeah. Oh, man. Mild poisonous thing that he had in the dreamlands, but still. I All mean, right. I mean yeah, yeah I'll, t- I'll, take, I'll take a small sip before I start downing it. Okay. If, cool. I, if, it, if it hurts, I'll stop drinking. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm gonna um gonna. I think we should. Well, I, I mean the the other table was interesting, so maybe we should just sort of wander up to that on our way out to Eli and just find out what that is as well. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Tommy Tommy's starting to loosen up a little bit. Doesn't I mean he, there's still a sort of slight ominous feeling in the back of his mind as we're wandering up through this. But it, you know, it's a party atmosphere. People are people are merry and happy and stuff, and it's not you know. Been a um, while since I've been been part of that with all the shit that's been going on. So, do we notice anybody else with that like weird skin rash thing? Give me a perception. Oh, watch! Oh, I get advantage on perception because of your fancy shield. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Um, you do notice there's a few people sat at the tables who are like scratching their arms a little bit. They, you know, they kind of have very sort of dried out skin. Just in place, it looks like some nasty irritation. Okay, so there's certainly just something be... going around. Yeah, it could be eczema. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, it kind of looks like really bad eczema. Okay. Yeah, just don't, don't, well, it could, could be that, could be something else. Just don't touch them. Be fine. Well, to be fair, it could be in the food, dude. Could be. Just don't touch them, don't fuck them. We'll be fine. <laughs> okay. That's me told. <laughs> well, I mean, only one of us has got laid in this pod so far. Oh, jealous, are we? A tad, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tommy wants to go home with a farm girl. <laughs> but, not, but, yeah, not a poxed one, preferably. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, yeah. So, right. go uh, up to yeah, the... the other table, find out what they're setting up there. Uh, you go to the other table, and uh, the, a guy comes over to you and kind of uh, waves you and goes, Well, how they fine, folks. Okay, are you going to join in on the arm wrestling competition? You were. Uh, both look like you could hold your own. Ooh. I love. Is is a is it just uh, men and women going against each other, or is there a women's competition and men's competition? Uh, is anyone against anyone? Ooh. I reckon I could take Tommy. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I See, don't think I could. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, both 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 of us are more, uh, slightly more dexterous than we are strong. Yeah. Um. I mean, Rogar. We need Rogar up in here. Yeah. When are you starting? Oh, we'll start in a little bit. Is it uh, is it barehanded or um, gloves? Oh, it's barehanded. Okay. No gauntlets of giant strength then. Well, look. It'd be nice to watch anyway. Yeah, if it's still going on when our mate gets here, he should shouldn't be that long now. Well, um, actually, uh, tell you what, we might be here a little while. Um, R four. Yes, father. Could you um? Could you head over onto the um side of the city where we said we were going to side of the town? We said we were going to meet Rogar. We might be back to see you in a minute, mate. But um, just sort of keep an eye out, just in case he arrives a bit early. Oh, not a problem. I will keep watch out there. Cheers, mate. Do you want to take the axe, Beak? Sure. <laughs> Come with me, fine avian friend. <laughs> what did I call him again? Rose. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ro- yeah. Rose. Yeah, we just, the axe beak. yeah, we just, just just got just got a giant giant tin man and a massive bird. Just <laughs> on the outskirts of the it's town. like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so so uh, I mean, companions they're nearby, but they're just there in case Rogar turns up a bit early. Mm-hmm. I mean, us obviously not being aware that Rogar's just started an encounter. No. Um, so yeah, I think. I've, Quite interested to join in some of the festivities, but I think I'll um I think we better go and find um yeah the big man first, Father Eli. Mm-hmm. So head over towards him. Uh it's just it's super easy to find him. I mean, like he's wearing these like yellow cleric robes, he's being quite jovial, talking to people, and if you guys approach him, he won't uh, put you aside if you want to say hello. Go on, Tommy. Me? You're good oh, with the church. Oh, yeah, big big man in the big man in the church. Yeah, uh, yeah, love 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 the gods and that. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know those guys just like dicing with the lives of puny little humans. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, bunch of straight up guys. Um, right. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm Tommy. This is Sophia, uh, and I believe your father Eli, which makes you the um. The man of the hour in this festival, I guess. Um, we've we've come from the city of Varadin, where some rather bad things have been going on, to be honest. He kind of raises his eyebrows at that, but he sort of greets you both warmly and goes, 
Well, my, my, it is always nice to have uh, newcomers to our fine town, and on such an auspicious day as well. I do bid you both welcome. I hope you enjoy this evening. It's uh, looking to be a good time. I think we've got most of the townsfolk here. Yes. Looks like you've set on a fair old spread, and um drinking competition looks interesting, so I might be um checking that out a bit, a bit later. I think Sophia's um, willing to take on all comers with the arm wrestling as well. So, yeah. I think it, yeah, really welcoming atmosphere. Thank you very much. Um, unfortunately, and I'm really sorry to do this on such a such a nice day, but we've got some pretty bad news. I think you, um, obviously, Varadin being the capital city in this region, um, some really bad things have happened there. Oh, do tell, my boy, what's uh, what has been going on? I must admit, it's been a good few years since I've managed to visit myself. So what I'll do is I'll kind of give him a sanitized version of events. Mm. I'll I'll tell him about um about the invasion. Mm. I'll tell him, Kren? I'll tell him tell him tell him about that the city overthrew Kren. He mm. might have um have had a bad experience with Kren before, and we were just just about to set up a um a new government, but unfortunately we were invaded that time. City the army were were busy in the streets trying to restore order to the city, so we basically didn't have a chance, and. The, the um the two of us plus some allies plus the captain of the guard managed to escape with a small convoy of refugees and were in his town effectively to try and find some horses and wagons to uh, to kind of get them out to somewhere safe. Well, ma, that's a. Uh, it sounds like the pair of you have been through one well one hell of a ordeal. I no, must I mean, admit that was yesterday, dude. <laughs> ma, that's uh, that is troubling. I will say, uh, uh, seems uh, no matter where you go nowadays, nobody is safe. I mean, even out here, we have our problems. But, uh, I suppose nothing quite on that scale. I'll, ask, I'll at that I'll sort of say to him, uh, "You had any problems with um, Knowles recently?" Knowles? No, I can't say that I've had problems with Knowles. No, oh, we we do have a a bit of a a monster problem, I suppose you'd put it, but. Uh, they're not not of the knowledge variety. Oh really? Um, what what kind of monsters are plaguing you? I must admit I don't know exactly what they are. I've been unable to identify them, and I'm afraid my my poor townsfolk they uh they square quite easily. They don't really know exactly what they're facing. Uh, most of the descriptions I get are horrible, clawed creatures with multiple mouths and eyes, and just horrifying monsters. They. They only tend to come out at night, though, so at least during the day, my people are safe. I must admit, I was quite worried about even holding the festival with this still going on, but, well, we have some uh, measures in place to try to uh, deal with that. Oh, uh, really? Um, what kind of measures? Ah, well, we'll get into that a little bit later. It's still too early to uh, really have to worry about it, so don't you worry. Enjoy yourselves now. I don't want to burden such fine strangers as yourselves, and... It's nice to see folks like the pair of you here. It's uh, some of the strangers we get come to this town aren't the nicest sort. I'm sure you can understand. They think we're just simple country bumpkins out here. You two, you two seem like good people. Well, uh, thank you very much. You seem like a nice gent yourself. But um, you know, my my, my colleague here, she um, just just so happens to be a monster hunter or what you might call a witcher. So if um. You know, you got any more descriptions and stuff? Maybe she could take a listen, have a bit of an idea of what might be plaguing you. Hmm. 
Well, you can certainly ask some of the town folk. I mean, they'll give you varying descriptions, but if you can uh, make head and a tail of it, I'm sure that'd be useful. As I said about these uh, horses and wagons, I know most of the shops are obviously going to be shut for the festival and the stables and stuff, but look, we could we could do with getting some of that if we can, as soon as we can, to try and rescue these people and some spare provisions if you've got them as well. I understand. I do. And don't you worry. We will uh, certainly be open for business as usual once the festival is concluded and we'll be able to uh, set you on your way. How long again did you say the festival lasts? Well, tonight is when we really do most of celebrating, then tomorrow is normally a day of remembrance. We remember all of those who were uh, unfortunately sacrificed over time, the uh, martyrs, so to speak. And uh, we do not tend to open our doors to uh, customers on that day. It is a day to uh, think upon things. After that, however, we will open as usual. Might, um, might need to try and get word back to um, town if we're going to be gone this long. I have a question. Yes. Sophia, yes. do you wear your uh, symbol of Clumbor out and open or do you hide it? Ooh, this feels like a trick question. <laughs> the general out question? in the open. Okay. As um, he's sort of talking to Fairview, he does spot the symbol of Clumbor and he looks at it for a moment, kind of squints at you and goes, Oh, um, I see I am speaking to someone of faith. You are indeed. Do you follow Clumbor? Well, there was a time where I did, actually, child. There was. In fact, we used to have a temple of Kalimvor uh, just just outside the uh, town proper. But um, not so much nowadays, I'm afraid. I, uh, I don't know. Me and him did not see eye to eye entirely. But it's, I still know of his works and of his people. Mm-hmm. Who do you follow now, if I may ask? Oh, of course you can, child. In fact... And he kind of looks at your amulet for a moment, then he stares at you and Tommy and he goes, In fact, uh, I can't help shake a, a feeling of conflict with you, my girl. I don't know if something you would prefer to discuss with someone of the cloth like myself. It's, uh, I am always open for those sorts of things, do understand. But um, no, as to my current faith, well, I do not behold myself to a singular god, not anymore. I have taken the path of um, more general understanding. I do what I think is right. And I follow the concepts of fate. That is the uh, domain of which I ascribe myself. Hmm. I perfectly understand that. It's it's nice to have a, fa- uh, a faith per se. And like some people we know. Well, I know. Well, is that, is that like... You said they used to have a Templar Clenvor. Is it of the rest of the population... Also, decided to follow your teachings, or with at least the teachings of fate. Yeah, the majority have. I mean, really, I was the only person who used to tend the temple. So when I walked away from it, it was a big moment, and I founded my new church a bit closer inside this inside the town. So uh, yes, thankfully, the majority of my congregation came with me. Is so there is there a um, god or goddess of fate? Um, there are some who would ascribe themselves to that. I must admit, I do not align myself with a particular god or goddess anymore. It's more for me that fate controls all things. I don't want to give it a name or a voice that it does not have. I think that things will work out the way they should, and reverence to that is important. Seems more my kind of religion, to be honest. Don't like gods. 
Not a big fan. Can I take um, like a history check or something to see if I know well, anything I, I, about? I'm planning to take an insight check on some of the stuff that he's saying, but yeah, um, maybe maybe I take an insight check on on what he's talking about with fate and stuff. And maybe I'll take a religion check. It's all right, Cookson. Yep. If you want to do a religion check to see what you know about that, I got a twenty-one on my insight, and I got a six. <laughs> uh, twenty-one. You do get the impression that he's kind of. He is telling the truth. Like, he did not lie to you. It seems at some point he worshipped another god, and now he seems to take this more wider view around fate. You don't really know anything in particular about his teachings, but he is being honest in what he's saying. Uh, six, you don't really know much about fate and divination and things like that, unfortunately, Sophia. You, okay. you know there are gods that represent those domains, but if he's not... If he's not saying he worships a particular one, you can't think of one off the top of your head. Fair enough. So, it's, you know, I'll be interested in um, talking with you a bit more about theological concerns, maybe later, because, you know, I say, already said, don't like gods. But if you don't follow a god, fair enough. I can believe in fate. Yeah, I'm a big, big, um, big proponent of RNG, actually. Mm. So, well. I'd always be willing to uh, discuss such matters with someone like yourself, my boy. But look, um, I mean, if there's no chance we're going to get any horses or carriages and there's nothing really you can do, then I guess we might as well uh, be a table's calling. Unless you've got anything else you want to talk about, Sophia. But... Well, just um, about this, like the mayor and mysterious illness. That it, does, does he have the skin condition that i've been seeing around being a cleric and all i I thought maybe i could help he kind of furrows his brow a little bit and goes oh well i'm afraid the mayor's come down with something entirely different he's just not feeling well at all in fact i'm frankly a little bit worried about him don't know how much longer he may last um the people with the skin condition i'm not entirely sure myself it seems to be some sort of rash that's going around but you know a lot of farmers around here get pick up things off the animals kind of common get used to it out here in the sticks i'm gonna take an insight check on him to see whether or not it is he doesn't know anything about it or if he's covering something up go for it oh with advantage i got 12 12 if what he's saying doesn't sound wrong you're not 100 percent convinced by it but you can't pick at a single thing to say mm, that doesn't make sense what he's saying lines up but whether he's outright lying to you or knows more, you can't be certain of. Okay. What, about, what about the mayor? Uh, I use that for both, like as in okay, both right, checks. Okay. So I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say to him. So, any chance we could? Um, I know he's he's pretty ill and that, but have a quick word, tell him what's going on in Veridin, and just see if he can maybe pull a few strings to get some horses and carriages for us a bit earlier. I'm just worried about leaving those people out there, and I and I kind of go on to explain the knoll raids and the fact that the um, nearby village was raised and these people are just basically camping out in the rough. Not a sob story, but kind of, you know, this simple realities of what's going on. He nods and kind of hits you with the kindly old man eyes. He's like, yeah, that is, uh, that is very unfortunate for those poor people. And I would let you see the mayor tonight, except I saw him earlier and he was, he was barely with it. I don't think he'd understand you in his current state, but I understand your urgency. Um, in the morning, I will go see him, and if he's feeling up to actually being able to speak properly, I'll uh, introduce you. Um, 
Right. Yeah. Uh, sounds good. That's uh, fair enough. Thank you for your time on this joyous day. Yeah, I sort of um, doff my um, doff my hat to him slightly. So um, yeah, are you gonna join us for any of the challenges or festivities? Getting in on the get a few pints in. <laughs> I'm afraid I have duties to attend to tonight. With the mayor being ill, I am effectively working two jobs. <laughs> I have things to attend to, but please enjoy yourselves. Is there anything we can do to help at all? Oh, no, no. I just need to uh, sort a few things out, kind of admin more than anything else. Please, I would not impose upon the pair of you. But I'll be back soon anyway. Won't be too long. Mm, lovely. Right. Thank yeah. you very much, and we'll um, speak to you soon. Not a problem. As I say, if you are wish to discuss, well, if either of you wish to discuss your faith, I am perfectly willing to uh, do so. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, maybe maybe tomorrow. Um, Beer's calling. I'm going to give him a weird look, like, the fuck does he want to listen, talk about faith with me for? I don't know if I want to take a check for that. Is, just to see, is he being earnest, or is he trying to get something from us, or... I mean, you can do it inside on him again. Yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen? He definitely seems interested in your faith, and he seems... Though he hasn't said it in the same way as other people saying that they recognize you, or they seem some sort of familiarity towards you both, it's kind of coming across in the same kind of vein, where he's talking about... Like, he knows you better than you think he should, or maybe he's just being a bit forward. Hmm. Maybe this discussion about my faith is something that we should pursue when you're less busy uh, oh, thank you just just one more thing um have we met before yeah it looks you over a little because i don't think i'm familiar with you but um oh there is something you uh, remind me of someone maybe i don't know it's strange i, I don't mind talking to the pair of you yes we're very charismatic well, yeah, indeed. Surprising, <laughs> given your attribute scores. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not. I'm not sure because because obviously everyone does seem to be recognizing stuff. I'm, I'm a little bit uncertain about that, so I'd like yeah, to take insight too. on that uh, with a seventeen. Is he? Yeah. Does he, I mean, does he know more than he's letting on? With a seventeen, you feel maybe he does know something that he's not telling you, but he also didn't lie in what he was saying. He feels some sort of kinship with you that he can't quite uh, put his finger on, but you're wondering, maybe he actually knows what's going on. Hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm torn now. Part of me wants to get on the beers because, you know, it's an opportunity for 10 gold to buy me a lot of alcohol. Um, and I haven't had a beer in a while. And He's looking part- to uh, make tracks now as well. Yeah, part of me is also wanting to maybe just sidle out the side and exit, do a stealth check and just see where he goes. Well, let him go on and then we will um, walk away, I think. Oh, yeah, d- d- definitely do that first yeah. of all. But yeah, just um, just that's that's my thinking, uh, pro- probably as we're wandering away and we're saying yeah, yeah. goodbye and stuff. And um, we'll give him a nod his head, well, go and nod of the head and then fuck off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so why... Did he strike you as an honest person, Tommy? I feel like there was something he wasn't telling us. But I don't feel like he was at, he wasn't trying to deceive us so much as he wasn't he wasn't lying to us. But, I kinda wanna go check on on the mayor, to be fair. Yeah. 
And do you, I mean, do seems, you want to follow him? Seems genial and friendly, which is nice. And maybe it's just us. Maybe we just haven't been around very many nice people in a while. That's very true. But I don't know. There's a few things that don't really add up in this town. I'm not sure about this rash. I'm not sure about the mayor. And yeah, it's weird that everyone seems to know us. Yeah. Uh, there's something going on that we're not fully aware of. But, well, what do you want to do first? Well, look, uh, I'm going to wander over back over to the beer table. How, how long we got before it kicks off? Oh, well, we were about to start right now. You were still caught for joining? Shit. Mm-hmm. With your money in, we're up to a part of 200 gold at this point. It's up to you, mate. It's not the most sensible thing to do right now, but you've already put 10 gold down. It's only 10 gold, but yeah. You've got to get on the beers. <laughs> I mean, it, it feels feels like I should try and stealth after this guy. I think maybe maybe we'll... What do, what do you think? Should we wait till tomorrow? Or should I, you know... Yeah, I mean... the. We could always investigate him a bit later, I guess, when we're a full party. I, I, I feel I feel like we're making a mistake and we're going to end up, like, I don't know, naked in a dungeon when I wake up with a hangover. Um, but, I won't be naked in a dungeon. Yeah, as long as you, as long as you stay sober. I mean, <laughs> you, you could kind of sidle around and ask questions about Father Eli and maybe get a bit of intel while, whilst also um, taking part in the arm wrestling. And I, I'll kind of... I'll maybe try and chat with some of the other patrons yep. around the, the drinking table once I've drunk them all under the table. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll watch your back while you're drinking, you know, just in case. All right. Well, um, probably put a few gold on me if anyone's betting. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Tommy, you rock up to the uh, drinking table and you and in total, in fact, including yourself, there's like 20 people lined up on this table. All of them are poured drinks, and they're all sort of slid out before you. And it's time to begin. Uh, Sophie, are you staying and cheering him on, or are you going to go off to do the arm wrestling? Um, I'm going to watch his back, because okay. I'm a good friend. Oh, a surprisingly good friend, yeah. Hey! No, I'm just being for, for general for all of us, really. <laughs> <laughs> there was a compliment in there somehow. There was, yeah. Slightly backhanded. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So... It is round one, Tommy, and they uh, signal the start, and everyone grabs their uh, mug of mead and starts to down it. And I take it you're doing the first one? Yep. Okay, roll me a con save. This is how we're going to do this per round, effectively, to see who uh, survives and who doesn't. Uh, 17. 17. You take that and you down it in one go. Just slam it back down. Ain't no thing. Crushed it. Crushed it, yeah. Oh, I should explain. You will be allowed one failure. That is essentially you like holding down your bile, and you'll essentially <laughs> get a re-drink with the other person because it won't be conclusive. Okay. 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 So that yeah. first one, yeah. 17, yeah. crushed it. How inebriated can you get after? I'm just wondering if um, you're going to get into combat and you're going to have some minuses. Hey, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm playing the drunk monk now. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> Just with guns, you know. Alcohol and guns go really well. Yeah. <laughs> so that first round, DC was only a six. So yeah, you totally crushed it with a seventeen. Second round, 
You see like one guy just drunk it, couldn't handle it all, and just passed out immediately, but everyone else is staying in. I'm like, seriously? One fucking drink? Hey, that might not have been his first drink of the day. Look at him. He looks a bit... Anyway. He paid 10 gold for this. What a numpty. Sorry, boys. <laughs> We're all in this, aren't we? I'll give, it, give the other guys around me a sort of slap on the back. And a... Some of them seem quite jovial with you. Uh, they're like, yeah, and other them kind of give you a bit of an evil look. All right. Ooh, what's a strange mix of everyone. But second round is up, and you are all slid new uh, mugs. And this one, DC 8, so roll me another con save. 14. 14. Once again, crushed it. Drunk up, slam it down. You uh, got this one on, on lock. Again, most people get through this round, a few more drop out on the second. And you're feeling it, because it is strong stuff. It is, uh, it's not quite like moonshine levels, but it's, uh, it's got a kick. Oh, this, um, country booze is alright, you guys. Yeah, I'm liking it. Ooh. Is a full? Is this a full pint? Or yeah, they're downing a full pints. It's fine. It's only two pints. Damn it! Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, 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 Tommy's killed a lot of people. He drinks a lot to forget. That's true. <laughs> Definitely true. <laughs> uh, round three, DC ten. Roll me a con save. Come on. 12. Oh, they're getting oh. worse. Yeah, that one, that one almost rose up a little bit too much there. You're a little uh, slower on downing it. And you uh, you see one of the guys who's wearing this kind of like um, red jacket, and he's got like a, a nasty bit of that rash kind of creeping up part of his face. And he was one of the ones who gave you an evil eye earlier, kind of looks over and goes <laughs> New boy can't handle his liquor. <laughs> Hardly, mate. Go on, another one. We slide out all over again. And this time it's DC 14. We're starting to get more difficult now. Jump. Right. A 25. <laughs> I, I, I down it slowly, staring this guy in the eyes. And I place it upside down on the table in front of me. And raise my hands like what? <laughs> he downs his as well and slams it in the same fashion you do. And he kind of like just meets you glare for glare. And this time a lot of guys have dropped out. You're down to only like... Um, you're only up down to like four people now, actually. It's you, this guy, and just two of two of the others. And we're on the final round. Alright. Survive it. This one, DC eighteen. Give me that concave. Come on. Twenty. <laughs> oh, Tommy's a drinking machine. You, the guy in the red jacket, and the other two guys all start at the same time. And just one by one, their hands start to shake. They drop their drinks. They can't handle it. The the other guy who is staring you down, Red Jacket Man, he finishes his and like stares at you. And then you watch as his mouth kind of fills back up and he suddenly vomits off the side of the table. Oh, keep that away from me. <laughs> oh, well, it's like it's just me left. <laughs> the woman who was... Um, handling this whole thing is like applauding some of the crowd who are like gathered around watching her applauding and she throws you a pouch of uh, coins would be 200 gold coins thank you very much love um yeah uh what are you doing later (laughs) as you say that tommy you're gonna make me a couple of saves oh dear first Mm -hmm. off make me a constitution saving throw dc 15 18 18 Oof. 
that that alcohol is not sitting well. You drank a lot in a short period of time, but you you keep it down. You're doing all right. I've got the booze sweats on a little bit, and yeah, have you eaten anything today? Spinning a little bit. <laughs> uh, just just some hard tack and general provisions. <laughs> not really enough to soak up that that amount of mead. As um, you're kind of reeling from that a little bit, I want you to make me a charisma saving throw. Ooh, something I'm rather less good at. Ten. Ten. Okay. You feel a little lightheaded for a moment. Maybe it was the alcohol, but you're okay. As you're kind of trying to get your wits about you, the guy with the red jacket comes up and kind of slaps you on the back and goes, Ah, oh, you know what? You can drink a lot better than I thought, lad. <laughs> well done. Coin well spent, I'd say. Yeah, well, no worries. Look, I mean, you know, you, you country folk, you're all right. I'm from the city. We drink a lot there, but our, our booze isn't quite as nice as this. I've got to be honest, this uh, this me's not bad. Might might, might, might have, a, have a little break before I continue on, but yeah, it's good. Thanks, mate. And I give him sort of a kind of pat on the back, big, big pat, but on his clothes, because I'm still not, I'm not that drunk. <laughs> I'm not fighting the rash. <laughs> he kind of laughs with you and goes, "Ah, guy who could drink like that should be eating with us tonight." And he kind of summons a few of his uh, mates who were also in the drinking competition. They were the ones all giving you kind of the evil eye. And he's like, "Come on, we got ourselves some chicken, and some pork already." Well, um, give me just two seconds. I need to catch some air. But yeah, I'll be in with you in a bit. Um, what's your name, mate? Ah, uh, my name's Cranick. What's yours, lad? Chronic, uh, Tommy. Uh, this is uh, Sophia. She's staying sober. Sober. Uh, but she's probably going to take on some people on the arm wrestle in a bit. Oh, if this guy doesn't vomit, I'm molding it in. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you uh, good luck with that, I'll say. <laughs> but uh, you're gonna have to go up against uh, old uh, Jericho over there. Man will take an arm off anything. I mean, we, um, wow. I'm sturdier killed, than I look. Killed a couple of giants earlier today, so, I mean, <laughs> fair play, you know. I'm sure he's a, sure he's a big lad, but uh, Sophia's got him, I think. You, um, <laughs> Sophia, as Tommy's saying that, you kind of look behind you and you see there's a guy kind of leaning up against a table, and he is a massive half orc. Just like oh, ripples. <laughs> Thanks for that, Tommy. You'll be fine. Look, I need to just step outside, get some air. <laughs> You're gonna oh. go for a piss, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna gonna go for a little walk. Um, <laughs> I don't know, don't know about anybody else, but that's something I tend to do if I'm steaming. <laughs> go for a little walk, get some air. Just round the tent a couple of times, just um, refresh myself a little bit. Nice, cool evening air. Hmm. All right, so you uh, you try to walk it off a little bit. Sophia, are you going to go do the arm wrestling competition? Yeah, I'm not holding out hope, but yeah, why not? I mean, I'll be I'll be I'll be back in you know in in five minutes or so. I just want to get a little bit there. Okay. Am I leaving you? Uh, well, I mean, literally, I'm going to be outside the tent. If if something goes wrong, you'll hear me yell, hopefully, or you'll hear gunfire outside the tent. Hmm. So okay. I'm just I'm, I'm literally I'll be, I'll be walking around so I can I can see the exits and entrances and stuff. So you know just just to get some air. Okay, that's fine. If you say you're fine, you're fine. Hmm. Okay, so he's uh, goes for a wonder. Sophia, arm wrestling time. 
Uh, can we just can I just ask what time of day are we at at the moment? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you're getting into the evening at the moment, so it's probably like roughly eight, nine, something like that. Okay. Right. Yeah, we probably want to after we've done this game, we probably want to head back and see if we can find Rogar because he should be coming to town hmm. soon. Can I just ask what the rules of the game are? Um, you got yeah, to the table like, and um, you know, yeah. yeah. So essentially, it's going to be uh, multiple rounds of you doing athletics rolls. And what's the prize? Uh, the prize, if you ask the uh, guy who's organising it, is one hundred gold, and it's a five gold buy-in. This isn't going to go well, but why the fuck not? I mean, what's gold for if you're not going if you're not going to spend it on games of chance and skill? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. I really wish it was Monopoly now. <laughs> okay. So you uh, tip your five gold in, and mm-hmm. it is time to kick shit off. Um, the first guy who sits down across from you, Sophia, is this um, kind of scrawny-looking farmhand kind of guy. Like he looks far too young to be engaging in all this uh, drunken revelry, but uh, maybe he's snuck in with someone you don't know. But he sits down across from you and kind of holds a shaky hand out. All right, mate. I'll go gentle on you. He's going to shake his hand. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's athletics, isn't it? Yep, athletics. 20. 20. Uh, Fittingly, I rolled a natural one. So (laughs) you got a a minus two. (laughs) (laughs) Take it easy on him. And you don't realize just how weak he is, and you immediately slam his hand to the table and feel a little bit bad about it. Yeah, sorry, dude. Um, maybe next year. Eh? He, you see, he holds back a tear and just gets up sullenly and leaves. Shit. <laughs> I'm gonna look around for his mum. <laughs> uh, so, uh, next up, it's um rather like a more burly looking woman sits down across from you. She looks like maybe she's the sort of person who actually works properly on the farms and probably has done for most of her lives. Uh, most of her life. She's uh looks looks a bit tougher. So uh roll your athletics check and see how you do as you grasp hands across the table. Girl on girl, eh? Four Hang on, you um you are lucky. You can look pointed Oh I will luck that then go on. That's so sneaky though gonna be worse 10 the pair of you are straining against each other but i actually rolled really bad for her as well and she rolled a three so hand slams the table sophia you win my four would have won that wouldn't it yep Uh, awfully (laughs) (laughs) well i mean yeah against anyone else that would have been a fail (laughs) (laughs) i mean in, in, in fairness if you've been going against me I would have beaten you just on my um, bonuses. All right. God. <laughs> Don't fucking out. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Way to get a girl down, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Should have done this. Uh, okay. Well, you slam her hand to the ground. She gets up, kind of gives you a bit of a nod, and the next challenger steps up. Sophia, winner moves on, and. As he sits down across from you, this guy, yeah, looks again a little bit tougher. He kind of sneers at you a little bit. He's a bit of an older gentleman. You can see the wrinkles around his eyes and kind of sunbaked skin. He sort of sneers at you, and you also again notice that rash kind of on his neck. He kind of scratches at his neck a little bit before he holds out his other hand to take yours. 
Hmm. Might, um, might want to get that checked out, dude. It, um, maybe something's creeping on your face. Trying to psych him out. But I don't think it's going to work. Don't you try to put me off, miss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to this. Come on. Go on then. Oh, Athletics. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to roll <laughs> luck again. Fuck it. Okay. Um, 20. Hey. With a second luck point spent, you roll a 20. And just as this old man, he's like pinning your hand towards the ground, you just summon up some of that uh, pure adrenaline-fueled strength and slam his hand down hard on the other side of the table, leaving a little indent of his knuckles. <laughs> he kind of like sneers at you again, like, you playing head games with me? And he kind of walks <laughs> off grumpy. <laughs> can I, can I, be, can I be wandering at this point? Yeah, you can be uh, wandering back around as you are getting the tail. You see a bit of a crowd has formed around Sophia. They're kind of cheering. And you walk in at just the right time because this is where a very large half-orc walks up and sits down across from Sophia. Go on, Sophia. He's got nothing on you. How many how many giants did he kill today? <laughs> now. I'm uh, going to like um, lean into you and say, do you know what? If I lose this, I think that's going to be okay. <laughs> this one, we're going to do a little bit different for the final. No, we're year. not. <laughs> yeah, we are. Through the athletics checks, you're going to go opposed against him, except this time it is now first to three successes. So first to three victories out of the two. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So he sits down across from you. He doesn't say a single thing to you. Uh, you hear some of the crowd are going... Go on, Jericho, kick her ass! And some of them are actually cheering you, because, you know, he's just this new person who's rocked up and is uh, showing them all what for. So, as he kind of takes your hand with his big, meaty grip, roll in athletics, and let's see what he gets. 17. 24. What? Busted. He grips your hand tight, and it is a lot stronger than you expected. And he starts to push your hand towards the mat. That's one failure for you, one success for him. Next up. 19? Go on, 19. Go you grit your teeth. And he rolls an 8. You manage to push it back up to neutral. Oh, come on! 1 0. 1 Going first to 3. So next up. 8. Shit. 8. What's he going to get? 12. Again, like you manage to dig deep and pull up that strength of yours and you're pushing back to neutral and then he just starts to work you back down. That's two successes to uh, Jericho. Okay, so he just needs to l get one more. One more and he's got you down. Okay. Luck. Oh, <laughs> roll the luck six. six. My last Third luck. luck point of the day. Final luck point. All in this one challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, what? I don't use them. And now, just for a bit of fun, I'm going to use them all. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are getting towards the end of the day. Let's. You know, 18. Oh, 18. Come on, 18. that's at least a good shout if he does roll something stupid like a 24. 18. I can see, like, Sophia just biting on her bottom lip, drawing a little bit of blood, vein kind of popping in her head. And Jericho rolls. 13. You push him all the way back up to neutral with that last bit of luck. So now you are even. Next one for either of you wins it. It's all down to the wire. Come and on, you here. Everything <laughs> you got. That's small my mate Sophia, that is. The small prayer, prayer to Calumvor. With a 10. Oh. Jesus. Strength's running out. I mean. Calumvor, I mean. 
Kalimbo. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> he kind of, the half-orc, this uh, man, Jericho, kind of grunts at you and stares just hatefully towards you. With a ten, you two are dead even. It's a tie. We have to go one more round. No, we don't. <laughs> oh, you two on, are literally straining against each other. The table is buckling <laughs> underneath you. Like it's almost about to crack in half. I'm, I'm a five foot one woman against a half orc. Yeah, at this point, the crowd is actually a little bit more behind you. <laughs> I'm, 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 sh I'm shouting, Sophia! Sophia! I only got an eight this time. An eight. I will say, you can roll this one. You could have rolled this one with advantage because the crowd is getting behind you. You are not expected to win this, and it gives you just that little extra push or that you re roll it. Okay. Come on. Come on. Come on. 19! 19! Oh, don't, don't roll a 24 or something stupid. Come on. <laughs> 20. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so the close. pair of you are just stuck in the center for so long. It's that point where people almost think that neither of you are doing anything, but all the veins in his muscles and in yours are just popping out. The table is buckling and cracking underneath you. And... It's just too much. This guy is just too strong. And he pushes your hand towards the table. And as he does, the entire table breaks underneath you. And you collapse to the floor. He kind of collapses to one knee. And the crowd just sort of cheer. They go absolutely ballistic. Um, I put my arm out to see if he'll give me a hand up. He looks at you and then just walks away. Dude, what so, a dickhead. So winner stays on, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck it out. Tommy, can you give me a hand? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll scoop you up and then um, sort of sway a little bit as you... <laughs> okay, up. okay, now I'm, I'm now I'm giving you a hand. <laughs> so we're kind of hanging on to each other. Yeah. I turn around to the crowd and go, Wah! <laughs> They cheer, and you see a uh, Kranich comes over and kind of slaps you on the back, and always just like, "Ah, well done, love. That's the best I've ever seen anyone do against Jericho." I'm guessing Dude's got he normally arms wins. Like a tree trunk. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He never lost. He's our uh, tan executioner. Got big, strong arms, swinging that axe all day. Seriously, I just went up against an executioner. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd wager we probably killed more people than him. Probably true. That's a sad fact for that guy, isn't it? <laughs> Literally that guy's job. <laughs> I do it for fun. <laughs> oh. Right. Is the night dying down or is everyone still getting merry? Well, with the celebrations done, um, are you guys what are you guys doing initially? Are you going to grab some food or are you just sort of hanging about? I mean I might 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 try and grab some food with um with Arthur those guys. He doesn't need to eat, does he? Uh, no, he's fine, and your your beast doesn't need to eat because it's magical. Okay, cool. So, we'll, yeah, should we, should we try and grab some food with my new new drinking buddies? Um, well, why don't we get some food and try and take it to eat with R4 and Axby? Well, I, I don't want to be rude. Um, okay, so fair enough. Maybe just we'll, we'll have a little bit with them, and then we'll say we've got some got a friend coming in from out of town. We're going to meet him, so we'll take take some um, some extra food with us and go and... Um, wait for Rogar. To be fair, Rogar doesn't really eat most of the stuff at this table anyway. That's Unless true. We've got some rotten meat or something. 
Mm. Well, okay, so you uh, you grab some plates of food and go sit down with uh, Krennic and his uh, group. And we'll leave Tommy and Sophia there for a moment and get back to the woods. Because Rogar is not having the best of times. New. No. Rogar. Yeah. Camel collapses underneath you. And you quickly have to push yourself to the feet. As we're going to roll initiative. Because these wolves are upon you. Oh, oh man. Oh, there's a map. Oh, <laughs> crap. Oh, 1v1 me, bro. <laughs> it's 2v1. Oh. It's 2v1. It's 3v1. He's got a rifle. I don't, can't even see him. <laughs> not me. I'm drunk. <laughs> oh, and I rolled a massive 12. <laughs> Sadly, my dire wolves only got a 4. So. I have a feeling I'm going to like combat when I'm not actually in combat. <laughs> yeah, it's like listening back to the pod when we weren't on it. Yeah. Except we're here. <laughs> we can heckle him as much as we want. Oh, cheers, guys. Cheers. <laughs> I love you both, too. <laughs> we love you, Rogar. We're going we're gonna to egg, egg, egg you on, sort of in your mind, you know, what, what, you, what you imagine Sophia and um, Tommy to sound like in your mind. Okay. <laughs> well, hello. Please save us, Rogar, the hero that we deserve. <laughs> as uh, Tommy and Sophia's voices echo encouragement in your brain rather <laughs> it is your turn what are you going to do as these wolves burst through the uh, trees and undergrowth and head towards you saliva kind of falling off their uh, almost rabid looking mouths they look angry and they are going for your throat uh, so first thing I'm going to do I'm going to dap myself up for lay on hands and uh, get myself back up to full HP. And okay. then, um, so I'll just make a note of that. And then, well, I guess it's just draw my weapon in it, because mm. that will that will be my action. And can I cast a? Hang on, let me have a look at my spells I've got. No, that'll do. I'll uh, I'll draw a clip and I'll burn a first level spell slot to. Wait, do I have to burn a first level spell slot? Yeah, I will. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll burn yep. first level spells got to use them. Yeah. Cool. So uh, you stand with the weapon ready. Are you moving at all, or are you staying there? Um. Uh, the next year, uh, dead camel. I wanna. Is there anything that I can kind of like take cover behind? Uh, you can head like... behind one of these trees. Yeah. Yeah, I want to try and take cover behind one of these trees, like like you know, like to the right round here, if I can, in between these two trees. Mm-hmm. You don't know where he's firing from, so you just kind of have to guess at whether it's yeah. giving a partial cover or anything. But okay, you take a duck behind. Yeah, and... that's that's mad. <laughs> okay, it is our uh, hidden foe's turn. He does something, and it's the dire wolf's turn. They are going to just attempt to rush you down, Rogar. Yeah, for the mind. Rush up with their rather prodigious speed, and they're going to go at you with. Their little pack tactics. Yeah. to tell you a new one. I thought they might. <laughs> so, uh, first bite attack with advantage. 21. Hits. Um, okay, so that's nine points of damage. And uh, if you'd be so kind, do me a strength saving throw. As this thing latches onto your leg and attempts to drag you to the ground. 14. Plus two. Uh, sorry, three even. So, 17. 
17. 17 is enough. You, this thing latches onto your leg and you feel it draw a little bit of blood, but then you just kick it off and it's not able to drag you to the ground. Second one, 10. That's uh, tries to bite at you on the other side, but you're wise to their tactics and dodge out of the way. It is your turn again, Rogar. All right, time to get some killing. I'm going to attack the one that bit me. Okay, that's the one to the uh, top of your hair, just to the north. Okay, and a 30 with 15. <laughs> well, 30 definitely hits. <laughs> I was hoping it might. <laughs> 30. Well, <laughs> uh, and I'll, uh, you know, I'll take another swing at it as well. Um, that's a 25 with, and I can reroll one of those. So, a 25 with 15 again. Okay, you hit this thing with two brutal arcs of eclipse and deal it a lot of damage, but it is still standing. It is heavily bleeding, though, and does not look too happy about it. Good. And you hear the explosion of thunder once again as a shot comes your way. 15. You see a large chunk of the tree just explodes next to your head. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah. That's uh, someone else's round. Now yeah. it's back to my wolves. Let's uh, get some pack tactics going. Get these bites. A natural 20, so 25. Yeah, that's going to hit. And that deals a little bit extra damage. It does. So that's a total of 14 points of damage, and once again, make me a strength saving throw. Damn strong paladin that you are. Uh, that is a 27. 27. <laughs> you are Jesus. completely fine. But you are getting uh, torn up a little bit. Yeah. Second, second wolf is going to try uh latch on as well with a 19. I'll parry that one. Okay, you uh, raise Eclipse and kind of watch as its, as its uh, jaws kind of lock at the edge of the uh, Greatsword's blade and kind of push it back. And that is their turn. Rogar, back to you. They are wounded, but uh, wounded wolves are quite angry. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to keep going at the one that's... Uh, the one that keeps hitting me, actually. <laughs> I'm going uh, <laughs> to keep attacking that one. A <laughs> uh, 22 with... Uh, let me double check here... So, a 22 with 13. As it kind of leaps at you once again, going for the bite, you sidestep and just impale it straight through the ribcage. And it drops into a, just a bloody slump of the, on the floor. The first uh, wolf is down. Awesome. Um, and now with uh, souped up Eclipse, I'm just going to look at the other one and say, Now your turn, beast boy. And uh, take a swing. That's a 25 with 18. Jesus. Okay, 25. Definitely hits an 18. Nasty chunk of damage. Hey, I'm hoping so. Uh, and that will be it for my turn now. Is it? So, our hidden figure's turn. Something happens. And, Rogar, I would say this. You've seen Tommy do it enough times now, especially with his rifle. Mm -hmm. You're assuming he's probably having to reload. Yes, yeah. But it is my Diabolf's turn. However, he no longer gets advantage, so straight up. <laughs> Natural 20. You now. And I rolled a 6 on the bonus damage again as well, so that is a total of 20 points of damage, Rogar. Nice. Tell you what, I'm glad and... I uh, healed myself up a bit. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, strength saving throw. Yeah. 20. Yeah, you're fine. And But yeah, this one, it actually locks onto your knee, and you feel your kneecap almost like pop completely as its fangs sink in through the armor. That one hurt like hell, and it is your turn once again with souped-up Eclipse. It's glowing with all that shadowy energy. Can you finish it? Yeah, uh, let's go for it. Right. Uh, guiding strike. No, wait. Ah, oh, no. Go on. A fourteen is just good enough. Jesus. Because they are. Armor, dude. It doesn't have armor. Hey, you never know with these things. Hide's pretty. <laughs> hide's pretty tough. I watch Forged in Fire. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, this thing leaps at you and starts tearing at your kneecap, you just smash the hilt of the clips down onto the top of its skull, and you feel something crack, but it's still going at you. Take that second attack. Yep. It's a 28 with. Oh, I can reroll as well. Well, I'll say it doesn't matter because it has okay. three left. <laughs> as it kind of lets go of your knee, you just drive a clips down through its neck. And you watch as this uh, hairy, just lump of wolf slumps to the ground and starts bleeding out over the leaves and grass beneath your feet. No uh, doubt. Yeah, I'm going to move. Because obviously this guy's shooting me from somewhere, but I don't, I just don't know where. So I tell you what, um, can I, uh, can I rush down to? Um, th- I'm guessing that's like a little stream that we've got here. Um, I thought it was a path. Yeah, it's more of a a little clearing of path. Right. Okay. Um, can I? That's fine then. Can I run down and hide between these? Like down in this this rocky area down to the left of us, so from where I am. You can do, sure. There we go. Yeah. Uh, mental, mental to me, and it may be a stupid idea, but um, can you locate an object with a rifle? Uh, if I have it stocked, which I don't think I do. can't remember what I have. Off the top of my head, I think locate object takes 10 minutes as well. Well, I mean, just if, you, if, you, if you're planning to stay in cover for a little while, and maybe move stealthily. You might be able to. I don't know. Just it, one of those things. Move stealthily. So, lo, 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 locate object is. It only takes an action, but it 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 only lasts ten minutes. Uh, okay. So it was, it was, it was, Yeah, it was just the kind of the, the idea that you've seen a rifle before. You know what they look like, so you could yeah maybe hmm. know roughly what direction he was coming from. But I don't think I can actually get to where I wanted to go because I've only got partial movement so well come down you can take a turn a little bit more open maybe and then see what happens after that yeah i suppose um so if i just head down to here that's about as far as i can go and uh, as i'm heading for us this outcropping of rock okay so as you kind of break cover initially you're trying to get to this uh larger rocks on the other side of the uh broken open bit of woodland one more bullet comes winging your way, Rogar. With a 14, you are very lucky as a patch of ground just explodes next to your foot. Seems you're uh, so far doing okay. So, as the wolves are dead, and we're now going to start moving into outside of general combat, because this creature's so far away from you. What okay. are you planning to do? Are you planning to wait here, or are you going to try run and just get as far away as possible? Um, hmm. I'm stuck between run and kill him. But then again, I'm probably going to get shot a few times trying to get to him. Um, 
Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to try and run, aren't I? I don't think there's. I don't think there's much real options here. It's burn a second level spell slot in the hope that you can just about locate an object. But if he's, I don't know where not, he is. Yeah. I don't know where he is. Um, and that, and it's. I mean, I'm. I'm assuming he's within a thousand feet. But who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, Tommy, ever tell you how long his rifle shot is? No, it's pretty far, but not not that far. I mean, I'm not. Um, it's one thousand two hundred feet. Oh, yeah. it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So he could. Not assuming he had the same rifle as Tommy. Yeah, exactly. So I'm thinking I've got to try and get off the map as quickly as I can. Like try and get because the further I run away, in theory, unless he's fast moving as well. But I'm assu- I'm gonna assume that he's in a tree or something. Um, so yeah, I want to try and get out of here as fast as I can, really, and try and like look for parts of cover as I go. Mm-hmm. You know, run that zigzag. Strafe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, not a problem. So we're essentially gonna break combat then. You are going to attempt to run. Um, do me an athletics check. I want to see just how quickly you start getting away to see how much of a chance he gets to uh, take some pot shots at you. That is a natural one, and I rolled still rolled a ten. <laughs> natural one, ten. Okay. I would say with that, the amount of time it takes you to get out of his range, like zigzagging, he's going to get two shots off at total. Okay. So he's going to take two shots during this time as you are trying your best to avoid him. First shot, 17. Not good enough. No. Nope. Again, a bit of... Uh, tree just explodes near your uh, side and you feel very lucky and his last shot just before the uh, gun goes silent 15 good job this guy's either shooting from a long way away or he's not a very good shot (laughs) (laughs) oh it's Tommy a a drunk Tommy yeah Yeah. (laughs) I'm not even shooting at Rogar I'm shooting some bottles that are quite close by (laughs) 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 keep missing and the rounds are just going off into the woods (laughs) Uh, so Rogar you run away and I assume are you heading straight back to this town for the rendezvous you are a bit delayed now and obviously Humphrey is no longer with you Yes, yeah, I want to try and get back to this town as fast as I can. Um, and I'm assuming it's coming up nightfall, not too... Well, at least it's not too far away. Uh, for uh, you, it is night now. You are in the darkness. Shit. Uh, kind of could do with a long rest. Um, am I? Uh, do I know how far away from this town I am? Uh, not concretely, no. You had a rough idea of it being a couple of hours back to where you were. It's going to take you a little while to get there by foot. Um, well... I still have a second level spell slot left. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I was going to, uh, well, cast Fine Steed mm-hmm. uh, so that I can move a bit faster. Okay. So you cast Fine Steed, and that takes 10 minutes. Yeah. So as I'm moving, I'll. I, I assume I can do it as I move because that's how I kind of got the camel. It's a bit of a weird one. I don't think it actually states for rituals whether you have to be set still or not, interestingly enough. Yeah. Just have a quick look. Hmm. Rituals. don't think it says from what I was reading about rituals, but it just, it just says you have to have the spell prepared and you have to, it does take 10 minutes longer to cast than normal. So it's just a spell, it's not um, well, this, like this, class you know, ability. This, this, no, the, I'll say that you can cast on the move, because I think that's what I've said before. We may have to look into this outside of part, but go on. Okay. You can cast it on the move. Um, 
as I'll say that it slows you down though, so you can't be like running at breakneck speed to do it. Yeah. As you are running along, um, as you're getting towards the end of the spell cast, do me a perception check. Ah, nuts. Uh, is this sight hearing? Um, well. actually, considering it's you, I would let you do this by smell with advantage because of what yeah. these are. That is a 17. The 17, you start sniffing something, something kind of familiar. You sniff undead heading your way, zombified flesh, just as Humphrey reappears and you're getting ready to set off. Uh, okay, um, I want to uh, make haste in the opposite direction of that. Um, they're, still... they're coming from the same direction the uh, direwolves came from. All right, okay. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and move as fast, keep moving, you know, as fast as Humphrey can go. I say, I'm not, I'm not being, there's no stealth involved in this. It's go. (laughs) (laughs) Go, go, go. (laughs) Ah, ah, it's fine then. So you will, uh, make haste to the town, but you will be, uh, late, well, later than, uh, Tommy and Sophia expected. Okay, well, back to our little festival then. Tommy, Sophia, you are eating and drinking with the uh, the group of uh, locals. Yeah, yeah, for for a little bit, I think, before we before we go and see if we can head off to find Rogar. Hmm, cool. Uh, I'd like you both to do me Constitution saving throws and Charisma saving throws. Tommy, yours will be done with an additional minus one to whatever you roll for the Charisma. Hey. Sounds good. Oh my gosh. So charisma saving throw. Con of eleven. I got twenty-two. A charisma saving throw of a fifteen. And a three. Poor boy. (laughs) Poor boy. Tommy. Mm -hmm. With an eleven. You start feeling quite sick. You don't know if it's a combination of too much drink, too much food. You got, you're having a good time, like laughing and joking with these locals, and they all seem to be getting along with you. But God, you feel sick. You are poisoned, as in the poisoned effect. Okay, right. Fear. I, I don't don't feel so good. I think I'm going to uh, sniff outside for a bit of more fresh air. Sophia. Yeah. You feel okay eating the food and the drink and laughing and all that. But for you, Sophia, as you're kind of reaching out to maybe steady Tommy as he's feeling a little sick, you notice a little bit of a rash on your hand. It's kind of grey and itchy. You really want to scratch it. Is it like the one that everybody else has? Yeah. Fuck. Fuckity, fuckity, fuck. Uh, Tommy, look at my hand. Sophia, uh, as you look at it, it's weird. You kind of shake your head a little bit, but maybe it's the food, the heat, the drink, some combination of that. You feel sort of lazy, maybe a bit laissez-faire about this whole thing. You kind of, I don't know, you want to relax, take a load off. You kind of like this place. Hmm. It's all right though, Tommy. It's a little bit grey. I'm sure it'll go off. I mean, why don't you go outside and I'll um, I'll stay here and keep eating. Uh, maybe just maybe we should go wander over Rogar beer in a minute. I think um, yeah, I don't like the look of that rash. Maybe we should um, yeah, just 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 wander on a minute. 
Nah, nah, I'm good. You go. I'm going to stay here. Come on, mate. Just go get a bit of fresh air and come back. Things are about to kick off soon anyway. You don't want to miss that. Uh, look, I'll see the pair of you, your arm to the teeth. It's going to be a good night. Oh. What's, um, what is going to kick off in a minute, mate? Oh, it's great. Oh, oh, hang on. I think ah, the father's back. Yeah, he's, he's going to start up now. You watch as um, Father Eli walks back into the room. And again, he kind of steps up onto the one of the tables. And everyone's like drinking, having a great time. And they all sort of quieten down as he kind of raises his hands and goes, Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you all have been having a good night, enjoying the games and festivities. It is time for our special treat of the evening. The final game, as it were, before we close out our celebration back in the town center. As y'all know, we've been plagued by some truly terrible creatures. And I told y'all to come to this evening armed. And you notice quite a few people start pulling out like simple weapons, like little knives. Some of, some of the farmers have like sickles. Uh, Kranich open, you see like under his jacket, he's holding like a sword and a dagger and things. He looks a little bit more tooled up than everyone else. And in the Father Eli sort of nods appreciatingly that they all kind of came along with this and goes, we're going to go on one of our infamous hunts. But this time, we're not going to settle things until it's all over. Yes, tonight we put an end to it. And we even have some special guests with us who I think have been enjoying themselves. And I would be truly honored if they would come along. We will need the help. And I know there's some things they want from us too. So maybe we can uh, work something out. Isn't that good, all you fine folk? You want to go along with that, yes? Everyone kind of like cheers and crack, kind of claps you on the back, Tommy, and you're feeling so sick you almost keel over. Sophia, however, you're kind of digging this, like staying in the crowd. Seems good. Seems a good place to be. Father Eli kind of nods along and goes, Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to begin. All y'all split up into groups and head out onto the streets. We're going to be doing some monster hunting. And everyone cheers. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Ooh. What? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, crap. We're going to kill you, Roga, if you're near. <laughs> you're going to try. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not planning to kill you, but, you know, Sophia might. She seems to be under the influence of all this thing. Hey! I'm, I'm just one of Chunder. <laughs> Can you imagine if we both went for the beer challenge? Well, yeah. I mean, we could have done, but I think you did pretty well on that strength challenge. Even if it did, did cost you your luck, I think that was pretty pretty good going. Mm. I was on the edge of my seat. <laughs> uh, it was really good. I really enjoyed that. I actually wanted you to win. Yeah. No, you like, didn't. You, 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 I was getting into it. I thought this is the underdog story. He's so goddamn strong. Like, you shouldn't <laughs> win, like, odds on. And it came right down to the wire. That was awesome, though. And I thought Tommy getting the chant going, I thought, yeah, that gives you advantage because people are getting behind you. Perfect. So close. Ah. A 19 against a 20. That you couldn't have gotten closer on after having a tie already. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Good times. Yep. Yep. Good times. Rogar missing all of that being shot out of the woods. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't a great day for Rogar. No, no, it wasn't a good day for Rogar. Um, being hunted for sport. Yeah, and it looks like you're going to hunt me for sports as well. 
Well, I mean, you, you're you're not the monster that's been plaguing these people, but it just might be quite funny if you turn up at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also, I'm also sli- the entire village. I'm also slightly <laughs> suspicious of what um, monsters we are hunting. But mm, I just, zombies. Well, no, I just recall that mission in Oblivion where you have to kill a bunch of goblins in a, in the town, and it turns out they were actually just like women and children. Oh, that? Ooh, that's then, yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's just me. Well, I'm just suspicious of everything Im- in this town. What? Hey, hey, hey! You're not that suspicious. You were drinking alcohol with them, you dumb shit. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one who's like, oh yeah, we, we should eat the food. We should eat the food. I don't want to turn it down. You're suspicious, my ass. I, I, me, me as Matt is suspicious of everything in this town. Tommy was having a great night, and I let him go. Yeah. Sometimes in D anD D, you know the smart thing to do, but it's not the fun thing to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm inclined to completely agree with that. <laughs> I, 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 I need Tommy needed to blow off a bit of steam. <laughs> a lot of bad shits happened over the last like few days. It was it's, yesterday, dude. Well, the, the, the sea was destroyed, but yeah, but but the day before um, Valmin was taken. Oh yeah. And and we 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 spent ages hunting through all the people that I that I liked in the city to see if they were all dead. Mm. Um, yeah. Been, been yeah, a couple... relax. Yeah, you know, a few beers, one two hundred gold. Well, yeah, blow off some steam in it. Yeah. Mm. Can't believe the half orc wouldn't help me up. A dickhead. Yeah, he's a dickhead. Hmm. Let me hunt him down, motherfucker. <laughs> to be fair, this would be one of those times where, in like the the ensuing uh, kerfuffle and schmaz that's about to happen, you probably could kill him and just yeah. be like, "Oh, look, a zombie got him." Ah, oh, shame. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's it's a little petty. <laughs> Guy didn't help me off off the floor. Right, he's dead. Hey, and, hey, hey, he beat me, and I took and- that really well. You did, you did, you did. I know, but I'm I'm also not entirely sure if Kalemvor's on the whole like vengeful, vengeful killing for minor offences. <laughs> oh, why do you have to bring up him again? Jeez. Just ask me to do it. It's fine. Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, Tommy might shoot that old woman, but that's a different story. <laughs> She's just there sharpening her sickle at the moment, eyeing Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, try me. Tommy <laughs> just rocks up and just starts shooting civilians there. Just, <laughs> just because. <laughs> hey, I'm a drunk guy with guns in a Wild West town. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for joining us, everyone. I hope you had as much fun as we did. Um, if you wish to uh, get in touch with any of us, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Trees and Noah. My players are there with their player names and GTMP at the end of it. We also now have a Patreon, so check us out at patreon.com slash GTMP. Lots of different tiers there, whether you just want to tip us a little bit or uh, join one of our higher ranks. Entirely up to you. And if you're looking to check out some uh, lore and backstory and things like that, we have a WordPress website under Gunpowder Treason No Plot and a Facebook group under Gunpowder Treason No Plot. And I'll uh, hand it over to my co-host to say their usual goodbyes. As usual, if you've enjoyed hearing my voice as much as I enjoy hearing my own voice, you can find me on Lost Art Podcasting and Lost Art Wrestling Podcast. Our latest podcast is a review of the Crockett Cup 2019. And it's awesome. And maybe one day you'll find me 
in the Red Scar Cafe on Red Scar Business Estate in Preston, Lancashire, the UK. And if you want to hear more from me, I'm afraid you can't. And yeah, I don't have anything again for you from um, Kurt or from Tommy because I've literally spent the entire time rolling up new characters. Not because I'm um, planning to die or anything, but just because it's fun. Uh, but just kind of, kind of got me onto thinking a little bit. So um, asking you out there, sort of contact us on Twitter if you've got any ideas of any characters that you think it would be fun to have as a player character in this campaign. You know, just, just any of the weird and wonderful things that you've kind of rolled up on a rainy day. I think that that would just sit really nicely in that campaign. So, you know, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what do you think. Hmm, food for thought. Uh, it could be the letter O for ochre jelly, which is a yellowish ooze that can slide under doors and through narrow cracks in pursuit of creatures to devour. Some, like a ditto, but just meaner. And yellow. Evil ditto. <laughs> yellow ooze. Nice. Mm. Pussy. Uh, oozes are great. <laughs> uh, well, as I say, thank you for joining us, everyone, and we'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. See you. Hey, I'm Brad, and if you like D&D, and fantasy stories with lots of magic, adventure, strange beasts, and oddball characters, and comedians with New Zealand accents, then oh boy, have I got just the show for you. The Fate of Ison is a podcast that has, wait for it, all of those things. Remember those things I mentioned? It's got all of them! Now go listen to The Fate of Ison, because it's good, and you deserve good things. Fate of Ison a proud member of the Necropodicon Network. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce, easy to listen. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects that you heard within this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so make sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.